Well, hello everyone. Welcome back once again to the VOV Network where great things are always happening. My name is Brian Murray and I am the co-founder of the VOV Network. And we're here once again doing a brand new live stream on a pretty interesting topic this week. Uh, Mina and I are both gonna be here and we're gonna be discussing confrontation or specifically in this case, as it, as it was titled, as a matter of fact, confrontation is necessary. So it should be super interesting. Uh, we're looking forward to getting a lot of interaction, uh, especially since we're live. So hopefully several of you are joining us out there. And we look forward to getting your comments and your feedback as we work our way through it. So let's get started. Well, hey, Mina, how are you this morning? Are you ready for this? Yes, I am ready. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Well, here we're back again on a Saturday morning. Uh, again, thank everyone who is joining us live for our uh, new live session this Saturday. Uh, and again, our topic for today is going to be confrontation. And let me tell you a little bit of background why we chose to go with confrontation. We've done uh, several different sessions here over the last month or so. And all of those things, there seemed to be one common theme, one common word we kept coming back to. And that was confrontation or actually the avoidance of confrontation. So that's what we wanted to dive into a little bit today is to talk about that, uh, what confrontation really is. And then on top of that, that it really is something that we shouldn't fear. We should actually embrace it and that's what we're going to get into today mina what are your thoughts as we get ready to get into this it, i i really i agree with what you're saying what happened was you kept recognizing in every conversation we had we bring up a topic even with our um unscripted it just kept coming up so we decided we wanted to do this topic yep absolutely all right, so uh, without further ado, then we're gonna go ahead and jump in. I'm gonna bring in the presentation. So as we were talking about, as a matter of fact, confrontation is necessary. And what we're talking about there is just from the standpoint of people tend to avoid it as much as possible, thinking that it has this negative connotation to it, which is really not the case. Uh, what we need to understand and to learn is that confrontation is actually something that can benefit us all. Because what me and I, and I thought is, and we've talked a lot about this over the past few weeks, is we really are thinking of confrontation from the standpoint of using that in a way to get to the other side. And that's where the good part of it is, is where you actually get to when you reach the other side. So as we go through this today, we're really going to be kind of focused on this in that particular way, talking about, hey, yes, it's necessary. It might be a little bit of a challenge. It might put a little stress. There might be some fears associated with it. But taking all of that energy, that effort, and focusing on getting to the other side of the confrontation, where the, the true reward of it really comes from. And that's what our focus is going to be as, as we move forward. So going on from there, let's uh, go forward. So the next slide basically says, is confrontation a bad thing? And uh, I'm gonna read this word for word. Is thoughts like confrontation is bad or telling someone I disagree with them can ruin a relationship. It, it, that's only really fueled by your fears because that's really what you need to do. If there is something going on in a situation and you don't feel like uh, it's right, um, it's, it's been misrepresented in some way, 
you should step forward and express that you disagree with that particular situation, that whatever's going on. So that in in its own way is a form of confrontation. And a lot of times we don't do it because we we feel we might impact the friendship, and those kinds of things. And we're going to dig a lot deeper into some of the root causes of, of what's driving this as we move forward. The second half of it states, in reality, confrontation is actually healthy. There are many kinds and assertive uh, ways to speak up, express your opinion, and uh, do it in a way that kind of improves the situation uh, better than you might imagine it would. And that's what I was talking about just a few moments ago. Sometimes you have to step forward to have that confrontation, or another word we're going to use kind of uh, as we go through this is conflict because the two words kind of are interchangeable depending on the subject of the conversation. So confrontation or conflict, sometimes you have to step forward, create conflict to be able to uh, improve the situation as you move forward. And, and that's really what we wanted to focus on. Uh, Mina, before we go to the next slide, any, anything you want to add on, is confrontation a bad thing? Uh, yes, and sometimes confrontation may not even be confrontation as you think it might be you know you might because you didn't bring up the subject you don't really know what the other person had in mind or is thinking uh so it might be a situation where you've already decided in advance what the outcome of bringing up that subject is but you could be wrong and so if you don't confront the situation and and speak up about it um, you don't really know. So and that's very true. That's very true. Uh, you don't really know. And that, that was one of the things that came up in, in some of our sessions in the past, talking about mm -hmm. perception versus reality, right? Mm -hmm. And not being able to discern the difference between you know, what's really happening um, in the situation and your perception of it versus the other person's perception and right. how there might be some differences and not actually seeing the same things in the same ways. So having, quote unquote, a confrontation uh, about it is one way to get clarity on it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to continue down this road where you've got this gap between you, not mm -hmm. understanding why maybe there's um, kind of this distance or just mm -hmm. something that just doesn't seem right. And that's because you actually haven't taken the time right. to have a conversation about it. So that's and you have point. your experiences that you're going on where you're making your decision about what is happening with this situation but every experience is different you don't know that this experience is just like that last experience or when you saw this situation in the past it may be something different that's true that's true so and again that, that goes back to assuming that it, it's the same as it was in the previous situation and that's not always the case at right. all right a right. uh, couple of things i want to jump in on here is and, and that's going back to the first part about fear um and if because if there has been a another recurring theme in a lot of our mm -hmm. previous sessions it's been about fear uh, mm -hmm. and, and what's the root causes of it and, and different things like that and i mean we've gotten into some discussions where we've been talking about fear going back to things that even happened in your childhood you know and how some of those things still impact uh the decisions that we make um but it's important that you know you kind of identify that if there is a fear or something that's there from a fear standpoint to go ahead and, and become okay with uh 
addressing that fear head on. Mm -hmm. Because again, just like it says in the, the second half of the slide here, the only way you can get past that fear is to actually tackle it and go at it, mm -hmm. right? Uh, just trying to push it off doesn't do you any good. And we're gonna talk about that in some of the behaviors, which are gonna be coming up here in, in the next slides. Mm -hmm. Moving on. So this is my slide. <clears throat> What is conflict avoidance behavior? So it's pretty funny when I, I am a true conflict avoider. So all this is me, this whole slide. So I really understand it. Um, so you might have a people pleasing behavior that is rooted in that fear. Like Brian was saying, you don't want to upset people. Maybe you're, you're in your past in your childhood or your experiences in your life have been when you've brought up certain situations, when you've brought up your desires or your wants or your whatever it is, you've kind of got your hands slapped <laughs> or, or um, relationships or friends, you know, ended because of it or, or you're afraid that that might happen yes so you it might be rooted in pleasing people and not wanting to hurt feelings um going silent or enduring uncomfortable situations because you're because of that fear that's based in there you know a lot of our our talks we've been having are connected and here is one example of that uh let me say that um, going silent and enduring uncomfortable situations just really makes you, your life, not a living hell, but makes it more uncomfortable for you, right? Yeah, you're, not yeah, getting your, you're not getting your needs met and shouldn't you get your needs met? So, yeah, 100%. 100%. I want to chime in there because yeah. going silent and enduring uncomfortable situations um, is a huge stressor. And I think people don't realize how much stress that adds to um, your life. And right. again, especially when you think about our primary focus as we dive through these different things is talking about in relationship situations and again, all types of relationships. But if you have an individual or you're in a situation where you've kind of gone silent you're just enduring this right. total situation of just being uncomfortable day in day out um the amount of stress that that puts on you and then therefore moving on to putting that same stress onto the relationship itself uh, and so sometimes this is one of those times when we say this avoidance or conflict mm -hmm. avoidance behavior um, can really hurt a good thing because you're not taking that initiative to at least try to address it right. you're just you're just sitting on it so and then when it does come out when you finally can't take it anymore how it's does a, it come it's out it's an explosion though right right and, and, and that, that that's part of that that's where the part right. of the challenge comes in is because you it, it's like you take a, a, a bottle of soda and you shake it up and you shake it up and you shake it up and all of a sudden you release the cap and boom oh, it goes everywhere it, it's, it's a big mess ready exactly uh, uh, and so, that's that's what we have to try to as it says not avoid that we yes. actually want to take that step and have the confrontation or have the conflict because right. that's going to be much more beneficial to you long term interrupted early and it's, it's a challenge to do these things but you you just have to you just got to do it and it's not easy if in yep. my most comfortable state is doing this. And, and so I understand for people that have this trouble, I understand you. Um, stonewalling. 
I'm reading these slides again for our podcast to make sure they know what's on the slide. Stonewalling or denying an issue exists. So stonewalling is um, hiding and not refusing to um, cooperate with the situation. Um, denying an issue exists. So you just go on with it like nothing's wrong. You're smiling through it. It's going to be okay. And it's really not. You're, you're just accepting the situation the way it is. Um, deliberately sidestepping conversations, avoidance, <laughs> you know, changing the subject. Uh, those types of things are, are fit into there. Uh, silently, your, your little thing went in front of there. Silent, I think it's silent resentment of unresolved issues. So just holding it in, but you resent it being quiet about it, but you know you resent it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. this is where our passive aggressive behavior might come in. <laughs> mm. yes. We might do things that are passive aggressive because yes. silently resenting and, and maybe brooding and, and holding that in. So yes. I told you I understand this. <laughs> but yes, so we, we want to speak up, find a way we do. to you do. And I, I'm glad you brought up the whole passive aggressive thing, because a lot of this conflict avoidance behavior is very, very similar to some of the passive behavior, uh, passive aggressive behaviors that we referred to when we did that session. So we do have a, a video and I'll, I'll put a link to that uh, that that'll be available uh, on the, the playback for this. If you haven't seen that video and it really does uh, give a lot of great information about some of the identifiers of passive aggressive behaviors, mm -hmm. what causes it and, and some of the ways to better manage and, and address those. But as you said, the silent resentment um, mm -hmm. can be very detrimental to your relationship because yeah. again, it's, it's like that Coke bottle you're just shaking up. And at some right. point uh, it's, it's just, it's going to just spill gonna over. That, that, and that's it's gonna be... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and that's a huge key to be on the lookout for. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to look like an overreaction, but it really mm -hmm. isn't because the individual is, it's building, it's building, it's building, it's building. And it's an explosion of all of the stuff when if you took care of it at the, nipped it in the bud, and then when it happens again, at least you could keep nipping it at it, right? Instead mm -hmm. of having this explosion in the end, because you know, things aren't going to change right away, whatever it is, it's going to take a little, a little, a little. Correct. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Um, so conflict avoidance behavior. So this is, we, we really wanted to bring this up and mean the thanks for, for covering that, because uh, it's, it's great information. And, and really what we wanted to do is bring this out as kind of a mirror. And that's one of the terms I'm going to use a little bit as we go through today's session. Basically meaning, you know, if I hold a mirror to you as an individual out there, are these some of the types of behaviors that you see yourself getting into uh, because of fear, because you don't want the confrontation, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and if you hold a mirror up and you go, ooh, yeah, that's, that kind of rings true for me then this is what that's about and that that's the general conflict avoidance so now we're going to move on and we're going to talk now a little bit about um another 
couple of terms that get kind of mushed together, but really um, have totally different meanings when you, when you really get into them. So I'm going to bring those in right now, and we'll talk about that. So now we're talking about aggressiveness uh, versus assertiveness. So assertiveness and uh, versus aggression from the standpoint of understanding that they are really two different things. And uh, again, as I was saying a moment ago, for whatever reason, people tend to see them as the same, and they really are not from a behavioral standpoint, especially. Uh, so I'm going to read what's here on the slide. So uh, although assertiveness is often associated with aggression, an assertive personality is that of an individual who possesses a sense of confidence and self-assurance in their communication skills. So that's very important because what they're saying there is you're not being aggressive if you speak up. What you're doing is you're being assertive and you're being assertive in a way that you have the confidence, the self-assuredness, the self-awareness to be able to communicate clearly what the issue is. Right. And that gives you a, a, a sense of presence, a, a sense of confidence when you step into the situation. Say, Listen, I, this is what I want to discuss. And you have the skill set to be able to communicate that effectively and hopefully bring it to some type of positive conclusion by being assertive. So you're not being aggressive towards the individual. You're just coming to it from an, an assertive standpoint. Um, last bullet point says assertive people find a healthy balance between both passivity and aggression because it, you don't want to be that person who's overly aggressive because that can lead to negative uh, impacts on relationships as well. But you also don't want to be the opposite side of that where you're at the other end of the spectrum where you just let everything go and you, you're, you're totally passive. And that's also not a good thing. I mean, I see your head nodding over there. So yeah. what do you want yeah. to add? I, I would add that the, the big difference is that when you're being assertive, you're attempting to get your needs met but you're not crossing other people's boundaries and their needs, and you're not, um, you're, you know, they're get, you're not taking away from them and them being able to get their needs met. You're just making sure you're taking care of your needs. Right. Um, right. Yeah. If there's one word again that, and this has come up um, several times too, as we've gone through the different subjects that we've talked about, uh, is feelings, right? And that's what's important here when you talk about um, assertiveness versus aggression, uh, because aggression is obviously a outward pushing forward, going after something, whereas being assertive is really more of an inward focused type thing, because mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're saying, I have this feeling about X. And as Mina was just saying, a certain need or whatever it is, is not being fulfilled or met to the degree that I want just given me a certain feeling. So I need to be assertive in stating why I feel that way and mm -hmm. what it is that I need so that I don't feel that way. And that that's really the key differences between being assertive or assertiveness versus being overly aggressive where you're literally attacking because that's you're not attacking in this particular situation. You're just stating clearly what it is that you're uncomfortable with that what you need, uh, what's what you're not receiving, and how that makes you feel. 
Is that hopefully that makes complete sense to everyone out there? But at the same time, it could be in a physical sense too. Sure. But yeah, but you're not crossing someone's boundaries. You know, mm -hmm. you're taking care of your need without being aggressive and crossing their boundaries. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you stay in that assertive range, but you're not being passive and letting people walk all over you either. So, and then there's the passive aggressive, which we're not talking about right now, but that's a whole other subject. And yeah, like yeah, I said, we, we have a video on a whole video. <laughs> yeah. And which we have, and you could definitely take a look yes, at that, that. Uh, but very, very true. Um, right. from that standpoint of, of having, um, passive aggressive behaviors and tendencies. So now we're going to move on uh, in the presentation and go on to the, the next thing. And this is where we're going to get into um, just talking about uh, confrontation and conflict in general and some of the, the ways to better manage it. So Mina, you want to you want to get into that for us? Sure. So ways to better manage confrontation or conflict. Um, it allows for honesty. So you say what you mean, mean what you say. So people understand exactly what it is you're saying. Like you're, you're trying to um, get your needs met and say exactly what that need is. Don't, oh gosh. <laughs> it's so easy to talk around things and be nice about it, but say what you need or what you mean. Um, it's a sign of maturity, simply being able to look another person in the eye and calmly communicate your concerns with them is an adult thing to do. So without all of the emotion built up in you and the aggression, just calmly state, I need this or whatever it is that you need to talk with them about. How about this or that? And to just quell all that that's building up in you, try to keep it calm and communicate it because it's there because you have a feeling about it. Mm -hmm. um, people, people will respect you when dealing with people. Remember, you are not dealing with creatures of logic, people. Oh, sorry, but creatures of emotion. So we all have emotion. Even you have the emotion at, the, at that moment. So you have that those two set of emotions that come together. And don't forget, they're not going to logically respond to you without all that emotion they have also. So mm -hmm. everybody stays calm so you can get the point across. And hopefully you both are clear and honest with each other. Um, pick your battles wisely. I am a, a big fan of picking battles wisely. Sometimes things are not um, that important that you must um bring them up. There are things that are just small, little, small potatoes that you don't really need. You, you're okay with not dealing with, but those big things, you got to get them. Um, while some things may seem important in the moment, a small few will likely have an impact on your life five years from now. Mm -hmm. Right? So um, picking your battles is great. There are things that just Maybe they're nitinoid. Maybe they get on your nerves at the moment. Maybe you're one of those people that's high strong and just little things get on your nerves all the time. But they're not necessarily things that you need to have a confrontation or conflict about with someone 
but the big things are. That's all the we're big saying. things are. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I want to chime in on, on a few of these different things is that you just covered, because this is a very important slide uh, here and some of the things we're talking about, but picking your battles. Um, mm -hmm. The amount of energy that it takes sometimes to just pick a battle over something. Uh, great example, you went to, to Starbucks, you ordered your Vente latte, blah blah blah. It out with, with you know the, the order for one drink is got thirty seven words in it because you want half fat, non fat, half fat, <laughs> blah blah blah. Right? <laughs> and the barista makes a mistake and he puts too much cream and not enough cream. Is that really worth the energy, the effort to berate that individual and blah 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 and et cetera, et cetera? Because he put one pump too much or too little of whatever in your Starbucks coffee. And this is what we mean by managing the conflict or the confrontation better. We're not saying that you don't have the right to speak up and say, uh, remake this because you did it wrong. What we are saying in this slide, though, is don't go at it from an aggressive uh, standpoint. So being overly aggressive about it, being assertive. Yes, that's fine, because it's, it's your money. You're spending your money. So you have the right to say i want to get what what it is that i'm paying for right. right get another drink right right yeah just just get another drink but do you have to call the guy out of his name and be the loudest <laughs> person in the place and create this big scene Talk um, to the supervisor yeah can get guess what those are manager who's running this joint i mean and, and, and we we go places we see it all the time and i know i know we all do um so again, so just energy and effort, and this is the thing, picking the battles wisely, because that has to be a drain on the individual, mm -hmm. the energy and the effort that they have to put mm -hmm. forth to berate the guy at Starbucks and then drive to the gas station and the person in there is taking too long to pump gas. So they're yelling at them out of the car window, which I see all of the time. Like the pump is going to pump faster because you're yelling at the guy pumping mm -hmm. gas. But anyway, yeah. uh, we those are the types of things that we see and when i want to talk about you know picking your battles um going back to the very first one though mina and that's where we're talking about um honesty right mm -hmm. and that's that's a that's a tough one because it is and you know it says say what you mean mean what you say mm -hmm. that sounds simple mm -hmm. and we covered this in one of our previous sessions as well it sounds simple mm -hmm. but uh, the the hardest part about it is getting through the process of knowing what that means for yourself before you even have the discussion, right? Because right. if you can't process your way through it and, and really know what, what it is you mean to say before you then try to go about saying it. Mm -hmm. So taking that time to really dig introspectively to say, okay, what is my issue? Why am I feeling this way? What is it I need or what's lacking? Being, and then being able to, you know, kind of capsulize that and express it, I think is going to be the key to the being honest piece. Because if you can't be able to pull it together and summarize, even though you think you're being honest, you really are not because you haven't gotten all of the pieces and parts pulled into the package to be able to deliver and to communicate. So that's kind of a, the first things first kind of part of it is to be able to pull it all together first and then be able to express, you know, what it is you really meant to say. I think that's very important. Right, I agree. And mm -hmm. then uh, signs of maturity. Um, I mean, yeah, 
it, it, it is the adult thing to do uh, is to, again, as, and I think many you said it best, um, I'm not, there's something I'm not getting, something I need. Um, so that's a, it is a sign of maturity to A, realize that, and then B, be able to express to the other person what it is that's lacking and what you do need and, and have that conversation. So that's very important. And then but when you let it, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. When you've let it come to the point of, you know, the soda pop bottle and it's about to explode, you're not being very mature. You've let it get to that point and it's not going to come out calmly. Everybody's not going to be calm either because you're going to explode. And that person's not going to understand what the heck is going on? Why are you acting like this? Right. You're right. And and like you said, it it it's like this mass explosion that comes out of the blue, but it's actually mm -hmm. been boiling for months or right. a year or who who knows how long, right? Mm -hmm. Uh and that that's where the, the challenge comes in is it, it it you let it get to this point where it becomes harder to recover. Right. Because now as and then the next one I wanted to go to is the, you know, people will respect you. But this is a quote from Dale Carnegie where he's talking about, you, you remember, you're not dealing with creatures of logic, but creatures of emotion. Mm -hmm. So, boom, just big explosions happen, you know, and, and now all of that emotions out there. So the natural reaction from the other individual who's receiving that is they typically are going to come from a place, as, as Mina was talking about, of also high emotion, right? Mm. So how do you get all of that boiled back down to a point where you can start to have that meaningful conversation that the first bullet point talks about, where you can be honest? Yeah. Right? Or walk away, take a break, come back at it. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And that, that and that's why we're going to spend a little bit of time just going back and forth over some of these things on this slide, because this is where we bring in the real life examples of what you might need to do from a managing it standpoint. These are the, the foundational pieces that are on the slide. But how does that look like from a behavior standpoint? So what you just said, Mina, yeah, maybe it's exploded. It's all out there. You've vented it and the other person like land flat on the floor or looking up at the ceiling because they just got run over by a truck, right? That they didn't see coming. That may not be the time to try to have this say what you mean, mean what you say conversation no. because the emotions on both sides are probably spooled up quite high. And it might hurt because what you're saying when you're telling that truth, that honesty might hurt. So that definitely after you run over with the truck isn't the time to kick them. Right. The truth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah without question and then it's like um unfiltered most likely because of the emotion yeah. that's there so there are there is a chance that there could be some hurt feelings Ooh, um, yeah but i so, think the key point on this slide is where it says manage ways to better manage this is all about managing because you might have a natural way of coming at this where you are the one who doesn't manage it who just kind of accepts what it is and you kind of have to push yourself to do these things so it's a management all the way around every time you get in the situation it's your natural way not to do anything you've got to manage it you've got to do something right exactly 100 percent agree with you on that um and 
you know, the the other piece of it too that I think is very important when you talk about managing it all mm -hmm. um, is the self-assessment piece. Right. And we're going to move forward here in just a moment to the, the question of the day, which mm -hmm. really is about self-assessment as, yeah. as far as how the, the question is structured. And the question is going to ask you in some ways to kind of take what you've learned today about conflict, about confrontation, how to better manage it, what are some of the things like the, the conflict avoidance behaviors, those types mm -hmm. of things, and kind of do a self-evaluation. Um, and from there, hopefully, uh, each, each of us as individuals can go, ooh, I can do better at this. I need some work yeah. on that. I should focus on that. And start to take those steps to be better and do better uh, at managing the conflicts and the confrontations that are going to happen. That's just a natural part of life because right. people are always going to see things differently, experience mm -hmm. things differently. And as that goes, as that happens, you're going to have these deltas between you that you're going to need to figure out ways to be able to bridge so you can get on the same page. And that's really what the conversations are about is, so how do we move forward? And because there's something between us now that's causing, it's a pain point. And so we need to figure out what's causing that pain, get a prescription for it, and then figure out a way to move forward with it. And that that's really what's going to help with this. That's the next slide, right? You ready for that one? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for Come that. Come on one. with it. All right. So last slide for today. POV question or of the day. Are you a conflict avoidance, confrontation aggressive, or balanced assertive personality? Um, Mina, go for it. Oh, uh, honey. I mean, I'm asking you the question. Yeah. Child. You had to pick one. <laughs> we didn't talk about this ahead of time, but I would say I am a conflict avoidance in recovery. <laughs> <laughs> in recovery. So every time I meet that situation, these situations with an S, I mm -hmm. have to decide, hmm, is this a battle I want to go up and literally, is this a bat battle I want to go up against or not? Am I going to mm -hmm. choke my way through it or am I going to speak up about it? And it's just, I pick my battles and I decide which one's not always perfect. Sometimes I needed to speak up about it and I didn't. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes mm -hmm. I needed to do something about it and I mm -hmm. didn't. And sometimes I actually do something about it. <laughs> yeah. It's just every day is, it's a challenge for me. Because my natural way is conflict avoidance. And I think most people's natural way a lot of it's well, that's not true. There are some people who, yeah. who are high, pretty uber aggressive about certain yeah. things at, at yeah. certain times. Yeah. And that, that's a personality choice, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. um, but there is, and one of the things we haven't talked about that I want to bring in, and I'll answer the question for me. I, You and I are kind of similar. I kind of, I, I pick my battles. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I would say that uh, some of those conflict avoidance behaviors, I, 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 I can get into them a little, not a lot. Um, but I, 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 in my own mind, qualify that by saying uh, it's not that I'm avoiding the conflict. It's a, it's a battle I've chosen not to fight. 
So that's that's the gray area of it, right? So it's which not gray. One? It's an avoidance. It's not it gray. is an avoidance. Hey, hey, easy. <laughs> I easy. knew we have to have a disagreement. It's an avoidance, but go on. I'm sorry. All right. So yes, it is. It is an avoidance. You're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> so that's one of the things that I wanted to bring in here because we talk uh, a, a lot about. Um, Fears, which we've talked about. We talked about passive aggressive behaviors. We've talked about um, the different feelings that are there. Uh, and then obviously there's some emotional ties and some various things that, that come into that. But uh, going back to the previous slide where it's talking about, you know, picking your battles and um, is this really going to matter five years from now, right? From that standpoint. And, you know, so you get into the situation and it's like, and you all you all riled up, but then the next day, is it even relevant? So was it worth all of that energy, all of that effort? And so I think that's one of the additional filters that maybe we need to bring into these discussions um, when you're trying to decide whether it's worth the, the confrontation uh, or, or having the conflict. So it's on who and what it is. It, it does. And, and it depends on what it is. And also depends on, I think, the level of the relationship. Yeah. Right. Because, yeah. you know, you said if it's the guy at Starbucks making your cup of coffee, you you don't. There's not a real relationship there. Right. Mm -hmm. Per se. Outside mm -hmm. of he's providing a service for you and you are in the, in the role of a customer. Mm -hmm. uh, but if it's a significant other, a spouse, a family member, uh, those kinds of things, those relationships have history. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you probably want to try to preserve those. But if they're not fulfilling your need, then is who's is it is not only your responsibility, but it's your right to step forward and unfortunately maybe have to bring in some confrontation or some conflict to try to work through to get to the, the good side of what needs to be there, right? Uh, that's, that's Doris. She says, I think it's a good idea for people, for people should do a self-assessment to see what their profile type is, especially during certain phases of their life. Example, after losing a job or relationship. I agree. Smart woman. Thank you, Doris. That's, that's great feedback, and that <laughs> yeah. and that's very true. Uh, yeah. That's very true um, that you you know you yeah. should be able to do that. Yeah. And you know the the like I said, the challenge I think most of us face is is actually rooted in uh, a lot of his fear. And then yeah. one of the the last piece I want to say and to, to throw out there as uh, a challenge for you. So I'm challenging you, challenging individuals that are out there. Mm -hmm. Is another thing that we do is we we don't like change uh, per se, human nature. We get into a comfort zone, right? And sometimes we get into, even when it's re related to conflict and, and confrontation, we have acquiesced so much to a point in certain relationships that it has just become our, our norm, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of stepping forward to challenge that norm, um, we just go, well, it is what it is and it's going to be what it's going to be. And uh, I'll just have to live with it because we don't want to 
uh, get out of that comfort zone. We've actually established a comfort zone with it that's mm -hmm. substandard is probably the best word that I can use. Right. Uh, and, and that does such a disservice to each of us as an individual because mm -hmm. you're now not living your life in a full fulfilling way because you've basically boxed yourself down into this space to kind of feel like, okay, I can live with this and I can be comfortable. But is that really how you want to live? And that's, is that really the person that you want to be? And the only way you're going to be able to get out of that is A, get, get comfortable with making some change because change will be required. And then B, take the um, assertive step to step forward and, and speak up, communicate, and try to tackle that particular uh, situation and, and challenge that's in front of you. Yes, it's going to be confrontation. It's going to be disagreements, et cetera, et cetera. But that is, is, is it worth it? I guess is, is the question. So Mina, what would you say to that? That's the question. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the big question. That yeah. confrontation, did, I mean, is it worth it? Again, going back to, hey, small potatoes big potatoes is it worth mm -hmm. it i mean i don't know i um i don't know me myself i don't know i'd have to think about anything that is important to me so important to me i definitely have confronted a situation if i needed to small potatoes i'm really good about letting small potatoes go because i'm a lived live or let live kind of person and if you're mm -hmm. a live or let live kind of person you're living or let and letting live you just don't even have the energy to you know it's like whatever but those big things you, you gotta you gotta have the courage the personal courage to step up and say something about um yeah that's that's what i do in life. i don't know that's just me and i'm not judging anybody that doesn't do their life that way mm -hmm. Right. And, and yeah, obviously, as we said, every person, every situation, every relationship is going to be unique in some way. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the key is um, being willing to right. step forward. Right. And um, again, it, it comes back to and we, we keep going back to the same thing about mm -hmm. the introspective piece of it. So looking right. at to see you know how you're really feeling about certain things right and then being willing to step forward and express that uh, mm -hmm. is, is the key and again i think people can have the tendency to suppress those things right. knowing that it's gonna if they do it's gonna lead to some type of discomfort because mm -hmm. of the confrontation or conflict that may come from it right so i have a question i wonder about what's that does, does everybody have those confrontation aggression subjects like for me my child nobody can mess with my child i mean aggression will ensue i don't <laughs> care it's a dangerous aggression so it's always uh it's a hard thing to manage but when it comes to my child or my twin yeah there's no i mean reasonability I have, it's hard. I, all I see is red when it comes to them. Right. That's it. 
So that's the emotional piece of it, right? Yes, yes. When it comes to those two, it's like, oh my goodness. Uh, mm, mm. I have to manage that emotional piece on that. Don't don't mess with them. (laughs) Well, and then, you know, it's funny you bring that up because that's also the boundary. Because that's basically yeah. what, and that goes ties back to another session we did on boundaries, right? Because that's basically a boundary that you have yeah. that where people they they've crossed a boundary of yours, yeah. um, and and then like that family. is through action that that comes from it, right? From crossing that boundary. Yeah. Uh, so, it, but it it's interesting you say that because that's actually kind of goes back to the question of is it worth it and those kinds of things. What you have done. And in that situation is you have done a self-assessment of Mina and Mina has assessed that this is a boundary for me. Don't lie to me because we've established that from yeah. the boundaries discussion. Don't right? lie to me. Right? Uh, don't, don't mess with my child, right? Because they will be held to pay from Mama Bear when it comes to that, right? Mm. So those are, those are things that that's exactly what this is about here is kind of doing that self-assessment so that you have a, a clear, definitive list of things that, uh, and you know what, these are the boundaries. You don't cross these. If you do, there's going to be consequences, right? Mm-hmm. And then those things, absolutely, as you said, does there need to be some conflict, maybe some aggression? Yes, right? But the last part of that I want to say is if the individual who crossed that boundary was unaware or you hadn't shared with them that that was a boundary, then that's a conversation that might need to have happened too. Some people make mistakes. They do make, we do make mistakes. We don't know what we don't know. Right. Um, but that's part of it too, is to understand that, that that's something that's there. I don't I think know, I'll yeah. be thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'll care. I mean, I gotta be real. That's me. I mean, I will let's be real. Ooh. <sighs> Sensitive point for you. I totally get it. Yeah, them too. Mm-hmm. So what are your final thoughts before we wrap up for today? I know it's a challenge. It's not easy. I've done it myself. But managing the speaking up when you need to for your own assertiveness and for your own stress relief and your own happiness is not easy. But you got to do it for you. For you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the, the last piece I want to go back to is kind of where I started. And that was talking about um, coming out the other side, right? Because mm-hmm. in all of it, if there's anything that you really want to focus on uh, is the positive and the good and the, 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 the better place that you can be when you come out the other side. And the reason I think that that's a key that you focus there is because that's what will help you get past the fear that you may have, uh, whether it's fear of change or you've gotten in a comfort zone, uh, whatever else might be driving you from a a conflict or or an emotion standpoint, uh, focusing on thinking of it, you know what? This needs to happen. This needs to be done because when I get to the other side or when we get to the other side, you know, you and the other person, how 
the place you're going to be is such such a, a much better place for both of you, right? Uh, you'll feel more whole, you'll feel more satisfied, more fulfilled, all the type of all those types of things. So that's the key for me. I don't want to so that if there's something that I can say, and as I, as I said earlier, I'm kind of guilty of a little bit of those avoidance behaviors too. Um, so just really starting to process my way through those saying, you know what, I have to do this because I need to get to the other side. Right. And, and let that be my focus. Mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. That's great. The whole thing is getting to the other side. It yeah. is. That's mm -hmm. the important piece. Absolutely. Well, I think that's all we have to share today. I really appreciate everyone out there joining us. Um, so again, we will continue to do our VOV unscripted, which will happen uh, and be uploaded every Tuesday. So look for those as they come along. Uh, we definitely would love for you to like and subscribe and definitely go over to YouTube and check out the videos and all, and all the other videos that we have that we recorded there because the channel is growing and, uh, show your support for us we we really would appreciate that by liking the videos and definitely subscribe because if you subscribe there on on youtube and you'll, you'll receive a notification uh, letting you know uh when new things get posted and those kinds of things will be very important those oh resources. i'm glad to know that did you see doris what she said like the unscripted remarks it's refreshing oh thank you we're gonna um we do unscripted every tuesday and we we go on those those are fun yeah we like yeah. them right brian absolutely yeah, yeah. Those, i have no idea are... what oh so go ahead go ahead I'm no i was gonna say those sessions are, uh, are a little bit different <laughs> they are pre-recorded they're not live uh we may change that in the future we'll, we'll see how that goes i know <laughs> nina's panicked about that because she may occasionally use a four-letter word and those unscripted so I? I have to edit out so did i um, i didn't think but, i did no, nah, you have it yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I do in my regular life, right? <laughs> I'll try not to. So look for this again uh, on our YouTube channel and then also Facebook. And yeah. then you can also download the audio-only podcast. And I'm really but trying to grow that YouTube um, audience. So if you could please just go to YouTube. You probably already have a membership. And just go in there, sign in like and subscribe like any video you want to like but please subscribe become a member of a vov network thank you absolutely well mean i think that's it for us today yeah. any final words before we say aloha aloha we love you thank you for listening we appreciate you all we appreciate absolutely. the comments and thank you One cousin hour. doris Yes. Until next time, uh, aloha from the VOV Network. Everyone have a great weekend and uh, look forward to that unscripted session on Tuesday next week. Take care. Thank you.